You are listening to the Vibrant Life Podcast, episode 45. The Vibrant Life. Hey you, I'm Emily Romrell and this is the Vibrant Life Podcast. Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. <laughs> Are you channeling your inner Taylor Swift and feeling 2022? <laughs> um, love that song. And I hope wherever you are that you're safe, happy, and spending time with people that you love. That's what it's all about, peeps. Making memories and living life's joyful little moments to the fullest. And if you're looking for some help to start the year off right... You should definitely check out the Vibrant Life Goal Planner. Um, it's a planner that I created for myself that I think has a lot of great tools. It's an all-inclusive goal tracker, calendar, and personal journal that's going to maximize your potential and help you create a life that you truly love. So um, if you get the planner, it's a daily companion, and you can be amazed at the growth and progress that you'll achieve if you put that to work. So I do have a link for that in the show notes, or you can visit my site at emilyromrell.com. Also, my friends, if you've enjoyed this podcast over this last year, I would so appreciate a quick review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Um, That really helps get the show out to new people. And while you're at it, why not just hit that subscribe button so you never miss a new episode. (laughs) And please tell your friends and family to listen in too. I really appreciate your support. Okie dokie. There are only hours left of 2021. And then we'll ring in the new year with burgeoning hopes and dreams of what may come. It's always an exciting time and... At least for me, it's a period filled with feelings. (laughs) Got all the feels. Uh, I'm extremely nostalgic, and I often find myself reliving memories from the past year on New Year's Eve. Um, Also, I can be pretty hard on myself sometimes. You know, it's easy to focus on where I've fallen short rather than what I've accomplished, and I'm working on that. Um, But then there's also, you know, the excitement, the anticipation slash anxiety of what the future holds, lots of different things that are good and also maybe a little stressful about what's coming up. Um, And after the last couple of years, uh, who knows what we can expect, right? Life just is full of adventure. But yeah, emotions can run high. But that's a good thing because where there is emotion, there's energy. And if we play our cards right, we can use that energy to our benefit. And we can truly be deliberate in living a vibrant life. In honor of the last year, this episode is all about personal reflections. I'll be pondering on some of the lessons that I've learned in 2021, the impressions that left their mark on my mind and my heart, and how I hope to use them to pave the way forward into 2022. So the first one is self-love. And over the last couple of years, I've chosen a word or a phrase as a theme for the year. I think I did a podcast on that towards the beginning of this last year. So check that out if you want. Um, But that's a powerful way to dive down deep into your personal development is to choose a word or a phrase that you're going to focus on for the year. And this last year, my focus was on self-love self-belief and self-confidence. 
And to be very honest, these things have always been hard for me. For some reason, I've always found it extremely easy to love others, but rather difficult to love myself. That inner self-talk peeps, it's critical. And obviously I still fall short and I'm still a work in progress, but I can also honestly say that I've made some significant strides over the last 365 days. There are a few different things that have really helped in my quest for more self-love. Everything in life is connected, and when you improve in one area, then you will improve in others. So the following lessons that I'm going to discuss shortly all contributed to helping me gain more self-confidence and self-love. But I do want to mention a few habits that really made a difference. And the first one is to pray and ask Heavenly Father how he feels about you. This is something that's tender for me, but it is so life-changing. Uh, so I hope you can take this as it's meant, uh, just with a lot of love. Um, prayer is powerful, and if you have an open heart and an open mind, then Heavenly Father will tell you how loved you really are. Um, there's a really great quote from Russell M. Nelson where he talks about this, and his invitation is so encouraging. He said, Ask your Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, how he feels about you and your mission here on earth. If you ask with real intent, over time the Spirit will whisper the life-changing truth to you. Record those impressions and review them often, and follow through with exactness. I promise you that when you begin to catch even a glimpse of how your Heavenly Father sees you and what he is counting on you to do for him, your life will never be the same. As I have personally prayed to Heavenly Father and asked to feel His love for me and to see His hand in my life, I've been amazed as I've experienced too many tender mercies to count. Uh, sometimes it's just the feeling that I get as I read a particular scripture or listen to a conference talk that just has the right words that I need to hear. Sometimes the answer is a person that's in my life who reaches out just at the right time. Sometimes it's a heart pang that I get when I look at the beautiful world around me and when I see the mountains or the light of the sunset shining on the lake and I know that the world was made to be so beautiful because of the great love that God has for each of us. So if you haven't yet, I would invite you to pray and ask God how he feels about you. If you're sincere, I believe that you will be answered in personal ways that will astound you. So that's number one. The second uh, habit is to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. <laughs> and I think you might have been expecting this, but it's important, right? Um, this goes along with praying because when you are truly grateful for what you have, then it's easier to feel the love God has for you. And that leads to more self-love. And also, when you're genuinely grateful for the blessings in your life, that energy of gratitude rubs off on the people around you. So everyone ends up happier and healthier. And then the third habit uh, to help with more self-love is to help others to see their self-worth. And as I mentioned, everything's connected. One thing leads to the next. And it is fascinating to me how connected we all are. Uh, one thing I've learned for sure is that when you make an effort to lift others up, you end up lifting yourself as well. And when you help others to see their worth, uh, 
somehow you feel your own self-worth and self-love more strongly. Because, you know, we are all, we're all part of each other. We're all connected. Um, so for me, it's all about the little things. If someone is on your mind, text them and say hi. It doesn't have to be anything big. Uh, when you are around others in person, try to be observant and give sincere compliments. Let people know when they look good or when they do something that makes a difference. Um, it doesn't take much, but it helps so much. Over the last year, I've really tried to incorporate these three simple habits into my life. And I'm here to tell you that I am much more confident and I love myself better. The next thing I want to talk about is asking and receiving help. I don't know why, but I've always been pretty clumsy. <laughs> um, when I was a teenager, my bumbling and blundering was at its height, and I got into quite a few accidents. I've sprained my ankle more times than I can count. Uh, but there's one experience that really stands out, uh, and I want to share that with you today. When I was 16, my church took our youth group to a place called Martin's Cove in Wyoming, and we did a pioneer trek. And we reenacted what it was like for early members of our church to push handcarts through the desert. And we were literally off the bus maybe 20 minutes and had pushed our handcarts maybe 20 feet away from the bus <laughs> when I caught my foot in a rope and I twisted my knee. It was really embarrassing. Um, I also should mention that I was born with bad knees and I do have a weird thing where if I turn just right, my kneecaps dislocate. And I actually have had surgery on both of my knees to help correct that problem. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of prone to problems also. But on this trek, my knee dislocated and I was pretty miserable. But I did learn a lot. Um, and rather than pushing the handcart, I ended up riding on top of the handcart for three days. <laughs> and I do really want to say that my church leaders were amazing and they took really good care of me. Everyone was so kind. Uh, but it's not pleasant to ride on top of an old-fashioned handcart with an injured knee. And I had to depend on everyone else to get through that experience. And as I sat up on the handcart praying that I wouldn't tip over or fall off, <laughs> um, I thought about the men, the, those pioneer men back in the day who let their wives pull them in the handcarts because their legs were too frostbitten to walk. It must have been so hard for them. Um, back then especially, men were expected to be the providers and the protectors, right? So what must have it been like to be forced to watch your wife and children pull you along when you couldn't? It's pretty humbling, right? I've thought about that pioneer trek a lot this last year because I've needed a lot of help that I didn't expect. I've had some health problems that really threw a wrench in my plans for my life and I wouldn't have been able to keep going without the help and support of some wonderful people around me. Um, it's often easier, I think, to be the giver than to be the receiver of help. And it's humbling to admit that we can't always make it on our own. Uh, but here's the truth, my friends. No one ever makes it alone. We all lean on each other at one time or another. It's like that song, Lean On Me, right? <laughs> you lean on me when you're not strong and I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. For it won't be long till I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. And 
as I've needed some extra help this past year, my heart has been deeply touched. And I'm more determined than ever to help others as much as I can to pass it forward. Um, I'm learning that it's okay to be vulnerable. I struggle with that still, but I'm working on it. And it's okay to ask for help if you need it. Um, it's important to do what you can do, but if you need help, don't be afraid to ask for it. And it's all a big cycle of love, right? And the more that you do give, the more the love comes back to you in wonderful ways. The last lesson that I want to talk about is to find a friend, be a friend. I want to talk about the principle of you get what you give. We've been dealing with COVID-19 and all the variants and everything for a couple years now. <laughs> it's been crazy and I'm sure each of us in different ways has felt more isolated and alone than ever. It's been a wild ride and it's not over yet. You know, I'm a very friendly person. I am, but I've never been really outgoing. I struggle with anxiety and it's hard for me to make an effort socially. And during this last year, I have made a lot of wonderful friends. Um, and this is what I've realized. If you want friends, you have to be a friend. You have to be the one that actually goes out and reaches out and try even if it's hard. But the amazing thing is that when you are genuine and sincere in your offer of friendship to others, they reciprocate that back to you in wonderful ways. And in my past, I've sometimes felt invisible and wondered why more people didn't notice me or interact with me. And a lot of that, it's been my own fault because I kind of hid in my own little shell, right? And as I've made the effort to reach out to others, they in turn have opened up to me. And this is something that seems obvious, but it can be difficult to practice. At least for me, it has been. But the rewards for making that effort are endless. So, uh, there you go. <laughs> These are just a few of the life lessons that I've been working on for 2021. Uh, I'm really so grateful for the opportunities that I have, for the family and friends that support me, and for a life full of wonder and a complete range of experiences. Uh, I'm excited to see what the next year is going to bring. I hope you are too. So, Happy New Year, my friends. Live the vibrant life.